Welcome to the Small Business Whole Health Podcast. We help you stay happy, healthy and whole so your small business can thrive and stay vital in this ever-changing world with holistic coaches and small business owners, Jill and Dan. Hello and welcome to the Small Business Whole Health Podcast. I'm Jill and I'm here with my podcasting partner, Daniel. Hello, Jill and hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. And today we are talking about... The Wim Hof method is something breathing in general kind of thing. But mainly we're going to be talking about Wim Hof and his methods because um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it. I think I might have done that. I'm currently in the middle of a breathwork course and I'm absolutely loving it. But I haven't really spoken about it much on social media or anything because like I'm immersed in it. But um, we can talk a little bit about that as well. But mainly we're going to be talking about Wim Hof and his methods because both you and I have done them haven't we Dan? Yeah and I think that people hear the word Wim Hof and they don't even know that it's not actually a person as well <laughs> do you find that if you're not really like yeah. in, into the whole hippie vibe as much as me and you so some people I think hear me and you mention Wim Hof or they hear the phrase and they don't realize it's, it's actually a man called Wim Hof <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and and his name his name for his breathing technique and his his health routine it wasn't very inventive was it? Just the, the Wim Hof method. method. Yeah. So that's kind of self-advertising. But yeah, so it's me and you, I mean, I've done it in the past. I don't do it currently, but you're big into the breathing and the cold showers at the moment. So yeah, yeah, we'll we'll break down what it is and why it's so popular and the, the real, real benefits that it has. I mean, we've been knowing about him for years, haven't we, really? Um, it's only lately that he's got really mainstream in the last couple of years. But um, we've been following him for a long, long time. And I think he's actually, I was when I was having a little bit of a research, he's got a new TV show coming out on BBC soon. Um, so he's going to be like even more mainstream. But it's really good that some, I really like the fact that he is taking like some ancient methods and some methods that people have been using for a very long time and kind of bringing it to the mainstream. And it, But to do that, he's had to do some pretty extreme things, hasn't he, to actually get the attention. I think he's the holder of like, something like 24 Guinness World Records or something. And some of them were his own records that he ended up um, breaking. And he's yeah, had quite th- a lot of near-death experiences. Oh, well. yeah. I think in the in the generation and the era we live in now, like to get famous, you often have to do things quite ridiculous, like almost, yeah. I would say, like clickbait to get attention. Yeah. But he's he does these things just because he knows that the, like humans have so much potential. He doesn't mm. do them just for attention, although he gets the attention and he uses it for, for good reason. He does it because he just genuinely knows that humans can be so much more and we, we have answers and we can, we can push ourselves. So yeah, like the whole 24 world records, none of which are like silly world records, like, I don't know, bouncing a ping pong ball off your knee 10,000 times. Like, yeah, lying in a bath of baked beans. <laughs> yeah, like he goes to, like he, he'll do a marathon in the Arctic with no shoes on like it's really extreme stuff yeah it's crazy yeah but, um but yeah like you said he's using ancient methods which are like absolutely amazing and they have such profound effects it's just he's put a, a different spin on it but it's this this hasn't happened overnight he's been doing this for like 20 30 years and for more like i would say 95 percent of that time he was just getting ridiculed mm. he wasn't he wasn't um gaining attention he, he didn't have any credence, really. People were making fun of him. But he just knew deep down that he just kind of 
discovered or rediscovered this method to increase health, to, to increase positive feelings and to, to not go down the mainstream route of, you know, feeling sorry for yourself and thinking that there's no answers. He's just put a modern spin on that. So yeah, more power to him because I hope he gets even more and more mainstream because people need to hear this type of stuff, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And I think the message that he conveys is really, really positive and really important. He believes that, you know, we have the power over our own minds. We have the power over our immune system. He believes that the autonomic immune system, which is the thing that just works automatically, he believes that we have um, control over that. He thinks that everything that is in our brain, we have control over. And um, he thinks that, you know, that you can cure a lot of um, diseases, especially around inflammation, inflammatory diseases via the breath and the mind. And um, yeah, and I think he, he he has, I mean, he's got a lot of evidence now. He was injected, wasn't he, with um, E. coli by a professor in a hospital in the Netherlands. And um, he, uh, I was listening to an interview with him and he was just saying he, he started beforehand, he started doing his breathing methods And the professor who was going to inject him was like, oh, I haven't done it yet. He's like, no, no, I'm going to prepare my body first before you do that. And he said he injected him and then he was like doing his breathing. And he said to the professor, when does it, when's it meant to start? (laughs) He's like, it's meant to start now. I've done it. He's like, I have you. He was that deep into his breath work. And um, yeah, and it didn't. He dropped his blood levels, dropped or something to 30s, and most people die at 50. And he he purposely dropped some uh, I can't remember what it was, his blood sugar or something down. And um oh his oxygen levels, sorry, it was his blood oxygen levels down. And um so that whatever it was they injected, it was E. coli that they injected him with, couldn't take hold. And and it didn't. And it's just amazing. And then he then trained um, some, a group of people to do it as well. And then they they did it on the group of people and they did it on a group of people who hadn't had um, the breathing me- methods and the ones who hadn't had the breathing methods were all ill with it and the other ones weren't. So he proved that anybody can do it. That's the thing with him, isn't it? He's like, I'm not special. Anyone can do this. Yeah, he really does stress that, doesn't he, that he's not special obviously he is special in terms of the dedication he puts in towards Mm -hmm. it and that and the total belief he has in himself but he doesn't have any physical abilities that no one else has hence why when he he did the the e coli test and he proved that he could fight it off without any um any negative side effects i'm I'm sure then then he said oh well the doctors said you could just be like an outlier you could be a freak of nature bloody blast so you need to prove that other people can do it so I think it was whatever, 10 students he took. I think yeah. he said, we'll give you four weeks to train them. And I'm sure he did it after like 48 hours. Yeah. Um, and he just proved that they had this, we all have this ability to yeah take control over our immune system. Things that we think we can't control, we actually can. Just because we've been taught uh, or told that we can't. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not easy. I mean, it takes a lot of a lot of practice, dedication, belief. And courage as well, because for those students to get injected with E. coli, you kind of do it half-heartedly, can you really? Yeah, it's not I good. mean, they were in obviously in safe hands, but but yeah, the fact that all 10 of them um, had the same result as Wim, like, it's pretty substantial. And you would think in the the era now of like clickbait and people doing stupid stuff that you would just be kind of dismissed as, oh, it's all just camera trickery, it's just lies. But is a list a mile long of, of doctors and scientists who want to study him and figure out how mm-hmm. the hell he's doing this stuff because 
he's he's just breaking all the rules. Yeah, well, he does believe he can heal the world. I was just listening to an interview with him, and he believes that um, he can cure COVID as well via the breath. Um, it kind of makes sense in a little way that his his scientific methods are that you know you're taking so much oxygen and then you hold your breath. And we'll talk a little bit about that because me and you both done it, practiced it, and um, it, what it does is sends your body into a stress response, which increases cortisol which is one of your body's anti-inflammatories it's also stress hormone but it is an anti-inflammatory so that peaks it basically peaks your cortisol levels so that then the after effects of that is that you go into a um anti-inflammatory response so that would take away the inflammation of covid and he oh he was emphatic that people should be practicing his method and like things like long COVID and stuff wouldn't happen because that's a like a inflammatory thing. But um, I don't know whether he's got the scientific backup for that one yet. But um, I think that's something that he's like passionate about. Yeah, but even if it's anecdotal, like there's no there's no downside to practicing a breathing method. Yeah, exactly. It's like me and you can vouch for. It makes you feel absolutely amazing. Yeah. And and if something which you you can do on your own with kind of with no drugs or no like external input makes you feel that good then like when nature works it like it is going to be good for you <laughs> it's like eating yeah, a nice exactly. meal or something if it makes you feel good it's probably good for you you know what i mean so and you never feel even in the the resultant 24 hours 48 hours weeks like there's there's no downside you never feel worse for it so like yeah, he, he, the, it probably is very good if you have long COVID or something. Just because the whatever the news or the medical society don't talk about it, it's just breathing and it's cold showers, and it's just building your immune system. So it doesn't matter what ailment or disease you have from COVID to anything else, this will improve you to some degree. So that that's you can't argue with that, really, can you? Yeah, I know it's the whole performance human performance and he said anytime you've got like something a stressful situation like an exam or something like that to practice his breathing methods and then that will help your body just calm down and be able to perform better because you haven't got you're not flooded with all those stress hormones when you're not ready for them it's kind of like flooding your body with stress hormones by yourself <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah, in a yeah. controlled way it's, it's just like any any sport you just if you train hard enough when you come to compete you've you've subjected yourself to the stresses yes, and you, you, uh-huh. you become used to them. Yeah. Like train hard, fight easy type of thing. So when Wim Hof, when he really kind of, one of the major steps he took into kind of um, fame and, and being noticed is when he went on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yes. Um, obviously that's the biggest podcast in the world. And Wim taught Joe how to do the breathing technique live, like kind of on air on the podcast. And then even to this day, Joe Rogan is a stand-up comedian. He says every time he goes on stage, he does the Wim Hof method beforehand. It does clear your head. It makes you calm. Mm-hmm. It kind of, yeah, it's, it's just a really nice sensation and it brings you back down to earth. And you can, especially in stressful situations, it can increase your focus and it can take away anxiety and things like that. So there's so many benefits. Um, we should probably describe what it actually is, to be honest, shouldn't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're talking about it. I bet our listeners are going, like, what is it? How do we do it? So um, if we were going to do the actual Wim Hof method, um, so he believes that there are three pillars. He calls them the three pillars to his technique. Um, the first one is the breath. So we'll we'll do a few. Should we do a, f- a round of it, do you think? <laughs> no, I, think it, I think it's not very good listening to hear <laughs> no, people breathe it. And then the a second pillar is called... Um, called exposure and the third one is commitment 
Now we are, let's talk about commitment first, because that's the one we always um, talk about the most in this podcast is you have to commit to his method and you have to commit to doing it every day. And, you know, it's one of those things that you should be doing your breathing practices every day. I've been doing my breathing practices every day now since April, April. And honestly, the difference, I think I'm changing as a person. I think I'm becoming calmer. Well, yeah, it's the, the, the breath is that it is the, the cornerstone of health. You cannot live without breath. Yeah. Even go as far as to say some people, whether I believe it or not, the what they call breatharians, they, they don't eat or drink. They just live on breath. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. not too sure about that. I definitely I'm think they have a sure, cheeseburger but... like when the cameras are off. So, <laughs> But yeah, breath, um, oxygen is the main fuel for our body. So yeah, kind of get it. But yeah, um, so three pillars, breathing, cold and commitment. So you've got to commit to doing this. So um, let's just talk about the cold before we get into the breath. So the cold, he believes one of his famous sayings is a cold shower a day keeps the doctor away. So he doesn't, it doesn't, I mean, although he jumps into the Arctic and into the, the you know, the icy seas and things, and he's climbed Mount Kilimanjaro and he's shots and barefoot and he started to climb Everest, didn't he? When <laughs> he got into the death zone and he got a foot injury, so he had to come down. But um, he was bare. Most of his things involve being practically naked, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so the cold showers, this is what I've been doing. So you just start off with 15 seconds. So basically, this is what I do. I have my shower just like normal, and then I whack it onto the cold, and I do um, five breaths because that takes – I've timed how long it takes me to do five breaths, and that's to 15 seconds first, and then double it. So then 10 breaths to do 30 seconds, and – and then just keep on doing it. So for the first time you start, you just do 15 seconds. Now you can either set a timer or just count, but try not to hold your breath, basically. You've got to breathe and drop into yourself. And it's really weird. Like, I love it, the feeling, because it does activate your nervous system. You feel like tingly all over. And I've got this weird voice in my head going, you can go, because our shower is really powerful, like if we push, put the thing on. And I've been kind of like just having it <laughs> like a lower level, but cold, you know, like this was not pounding us. But there's this voice in my head keep going, like switch it on harder. And I'm like, where's this voice coming from? Who is this? <laughs> so you kind of start to crave it in a way. It's very odd how it starts to affect you because you start arguing with yourself going, no, no, I don't want it to go colder. But then this voice in your head's going, go colder, go harder. And it's very, very bizarre that you start to push yourself and you don't know why you're doing it. And I've heard that a few people have said that. I was watching a workshop and this guy was saying like, I just kind of like want to push it a little bit further all the time. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I was feeling as well. Yeah. That, that voice in your head, I think that's definitely one of the signs that you're doing it right. And it's having a, positive effect it's that pleasure in discomfort it's like it's because it's a sense of achievement that's what you start to crave Uh you know that you've done it for 15 seconds longer or you've it's been a little bit colder but it's the 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 short-term uncomfortableness and displeasure is like you get so much on the back end of that by the sense of achievement in that like really um euphoric feeling when you step out of the shower like it just gets amplified even more if you if you challenge yourself when you when you're doing it yeah it's, it's very odd I can't describe it you have to do it to feel it if yeah. you know what I mean yeah it's, and it's so easy to do just to turn the shower cold just There's put no the excuse. shower on the cold yeah. for like but first off if you can't do 15 seconds do 10 do 5 just start yeah. just get that shower on cold as you can and then just breathe yeah there's a million ways to do it 
I've done it where like you have, I've counted breaths and the first maybe five to 10 breaths, you're really trying to not chest breathe. And it's like a, yeah. like, like an anxiety deep feeling. Yeah. But then when you deep breathe and you, you settle into it, you almost kind of forget that the cold's there to some degree if you do it really deeply. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because everyone's different. Some people like, I know f- for me, when the cold water hits my back, I'm a really, I'm more sensitive to that. If I have it on my front, I can, I find it quite I'm the easy. other way around. Yes. I start with it on my back and then have to turn around. And like that <laughs> yeah. turning around is just like, ah. Yeah, but that's the <laughs> mental challenge though, isn't it? Like, yeah. There's, there's, even though it's it seems so insignificant just to like turn around in the shower, like that <laughs> mental battle is a real sense of achievement when you do oh, it because it it's so uncomfortable. Um, but like you said, you, like that electric feeling, there's all the drugs in the world or all these supplements or things, literally just if you want to, feel good what i do is i'd get the shower really scalding hot and then go freezing cold, really cold alternate yeah. for like 30 seconds each honestly like the what does it it's exercising your vascular tree so all your, your circulatory system yeah it's pumping the blood to the skin and it's then it's closing it off and it's blood's going back to the organs and it's like a workout for your for your circulatory system and most of us probably have never experienced that before but the feeling you get is like it's you need to experience it to really describe it. It's it's and then that coupled with doing the breathing exercises, maybe beforehand or afterwards, it just gets you high, doesn't it? It's, it does, it does. It, and it's, it's like it's what they've practiced in like Scandinavia for years, isn't it? Where they run the saunas and then run out into the cold oh, and beat course, themselves yeah. with with branches and stuff and then yeah. run into the sauna again. It's that whole it's just waking yeah. up your whole detoxification system, your whole like just it just your skin, makes you feel alive yeah. yeah and like you know like at the moment I was watching a really good interview with Wim the other day and he was saying that and this is so true and it's what Paul Check said what we've always said that we've come so far away from nature that we live in warm house like if we even like I can remember going to my grand's house in the winter and we had no central heating and we had to I had to wait until she got up to put the fire on and stuff and there would be ice on the inside and, you know, you'd have loads of blankets on your bed and all of this kind of stuff. And it would be freezing to get out. You'd have to, like, kind of count down to just get out to run to the toilet and then <laughs> run back to your bed <laughs> and, um, just to get, you know. And we don't do that anymore. We live in central heat and we don't get that hot, cold thing going on. And it's really good for your heart. It's good for your circulation. It's We just don't have it anymore. We, we've moved that far away from nature. If we were living out in the in nature again like we were designed to do then we would be having that all the time wouldn't we it's yeah especially us because we go through the seasonal changes are so drastic yeah so like in that's we should mention that as well like it, this does come with some difficulties because now it's coming into winter it's a lot difficult to turn that shower cold it's really hard but it... but the sense of achievement is greater i find yeah when you do it and it almost feels better because that you said it has physiological effects. It makes you feel amazing. It makes you like, even like your skin, your confidence, your mood, like you can tell it's having a positive effect, but it's, it's that mental, um, it's the positive mental attributes. It gives you like, you, you feel good, that sense of achievement. Um, cause there's no two ways about it. Sometimes you definitely do not want to turn that shower cold. No, it's, but it's, every day, every yeah. day it's a mental battle to go and away. That's such yeah. a, too cold. And, and I find that you said it's a really important point at the start, like the commitment, that's the probably the biggest pillar, really. The other mm. two are just the tools. The commitment is the thing you need to do. So I find 
it's the it's going unbroken how many days can you chain together yeah. with turning that shower cold and like now if i'm in the shower i just i feel like such a wimp if i don't do it so like i have to even if yeah, I'm i don't like the time get now no. <laughs> i have like. to do it yeah so it's like it's just this weird mental battle you play with yourself but it's weird but it's a positive though a lot of these yeah. mental battles we play end up in a negative state but this one's a positive one and like you said, you were talking to your friend. It's a, it's a weird situation where you want to do it for longer, do it colder, even though it's uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. in the long run, it makes you feel better. It's yeah, it's so good. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's my impression of Wim Hof. Yeah. That's what I say in my head sometimes. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. And it is. It's training you to be uncomfortable. Yeah, a, a bit of a like a, a hack. What I do if now that it's, it's getting harder to turn the shower cold. So I listen to music when I'm in the shower. I've just got like a little speaker. So I'll say if I'm getting ready to turn it, because I obviously just have a hot shower first and then I turn it cold to finish with. What I'll do is I'll put a song on with, and I'll think, right, I'm, until this song finishes, the shower's going to be cold. So whatever it might be, like two minutes, three minutes. And then I'm thinking, like oh, no, song this, this song's like of. five minutes long. And then like there's a final <laughs> chorus, but I think, I'm not getting out. I'm not getting out of this cold water until the song finishes. So at least it's kind of something to focus on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's just like a little hack, but... Um, I do it with my breath. I count my breaths. And then I'm thinking, am I getting faster breathing? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. But no, I try and really control it down and keep the breath the same. And then yeah. I know, I've timed myself how long it takes us to do five breaths. And then, so I know yeah. where I'm at. It's an incredible feeling though. But should we talk about the what the breathing technique involves? Yeah. Yeah. So, the, well, he's got quite a few, hasn't he? Different ones. So the, the one that um, he uses, which is actually called Tum Tum Tumo, which is an ancient Buddhist one, which the Buddhist monks used to practice. And they could um, sit, they had to, this is what they had to do, right? So, so they were in the Himalayas. They had to sit down on a patch of snow and they had to go into a deep meditative state and melt the snow around them via Tumu. And um, they could do that because they could change. You can change your own body temperature via it. Um, so it, it's basically, it's just deep breathing, isn't it, for 40, 40 breaths? 30, is it 30 to 40? He says 30 to 40. I've heard him say different things. But um, it's the just a quick point. When you said they used to melt the snow, I think I might have mentioned yeah. this before. I don't know if it was the same... The, the Buddhist monks, but it probably was, but they used to do a one where they would um, get the robe and they would dunk it in cold water and then put the robe on and they had to sit and get into a deep meditative state with breathing until the body heat had dried the robe, robe until it was oh, totally God. dry. Yeah. But it's just that thick because it was obviously very uncomfortable. It's getting comfortable and getting into a state where you don't really feel your physical body anymore. We're not saying that yeah. everyone needs to get into that state, but and and with Wim as well, advanced method, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's week two. Um, <laughs> like you would think, some of the stuff Wim does, and some, these monks that melt the snow, you'd think you would get frostbite. It would be like a, a physical effect. Like Wim went into the death zone at Mount Everest in a pair of bloody speedos, I think, didn't he? Yeah. Like you would think you would get frostbite, <laughs> but he proves that, like you say, you can. Things where you think are uncontrollable, like the physical effects of cold or heat, because he's done heat things as well, that but we actually can control them. Mm-hmm. He'll Wim will sit on a bloody iceberg for three hours, bare skin, and there'll be no physical effects. 
that any any other human untrained would have frostbite within whatever it is half an hour. Yeah. So it's it's these amazing things which we think are impossible. They're achievable, and it's just it's the commitment thing. That's what we need to kind of his stress. His corneas upon. froze in his eyes once doing one of these things. During his swim, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Is is a machine anyway? So yeah, so tum, tumbler breathing is basically breathing in and sucking in the breath. You can either go in through your nose, out through your mouth. I'm um, sorry, in through all oh, your mouth. He prefers mouth breathing. I prefer nose breathing. So that's ever since I read James Nestor's nose breathing about nose breathing book. But um, he so it's um, breathe in through your mouth, suck it in. And then breathe out and let it go. That's it, basically, isn't it? And it's proper big belly breaths. Breathe into your belly, breathe into your chest, like how we teach in the Czech Institute, and do that 40 times, but quick, isn't it? Yeah, I think the key is to, um, when you said most breathing techniques, will teach you to breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth. Mm-hmm. That's the correct way to do it. But I think Wim, just to avoid any, again, just to try and keep it as simple as possible, he just mm-hmm. says, just get the oxygen in. As long as it's going yeah. in, don't overthink it. Because yeah. some people, they have um, kind of congestion and they have issues breathing through the nose. So it just, mm-hmm. it's just another it's just another barrier to not do it. So he's like, just get it in. Does, I don't care. It's just yeah, so, eliminating any excuses, really. Yeah, so you breathe like that for 40 breaths. So. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> I, I won't do 40 breaths. Yeah, I think <laughs> then- as well, a, a quick tip, a quick point is, he doesn't, you do, in most breathing techniques, you breathe out for a really long time, but yeah, he, he says you, you you take as much oxygen as you can, but you don't do a long breath out. You just kind of, you just relax the body and whatever oxygen wants to come out, just comes out, but then yeah. breathe in again really quick. So you want to hyper oxygenate the body. So yeah. you, you don't do those long out breaths. You just big deep breath in, then just kind of relax and then get another one in. And that's yeah. what kind of works, doesn't it? Yeah. And so then you do your last one. So you 40 breaths and you breathe out as much oxygen out as you can. So it's right the way out. So you probably do a slower one on the last one. And then you hold your breath and you stop. And you time, time yourself, yeah. You time yourself. And it is, uh, it's the weirdest thing, isn't it? Because you yeah, can so hold you, your breath for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. So the you'll, you'll have done 40 kind of really big breaths with short out breaths. And... Mm-hmm. It does get uncomfortable, doesn't it? We need to mention that. It, it's yeah. like, it was a really good point you said off air before we came on. It's called breath work. It becomes hard work. And you would think, mm. well, it's only breathing. I do it all day. But after like 20, 25 breaths, you think. You've got to work at it. This, yeah. is, un- this is uncomfortable. Yeah. You might get, you'll start to get lightheaded. You get you'll get some you weird get te- sensations. Tetany. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, in your hands, where your hands like start to claw up like the tendons in your hands start to tighten it's called tetany yeah and um it's a you might find the muscles i found when i first started doing it consistently like the muscles around uh my neck and things would, would tighten up and i would get like because you those muscles are working a lot harder than they were used to yeah, um, yeah. it's quite like it, it is hard work but then yeah so then when you you've done your 40 breaths and then you relax and you just need to hold your breath as long as you can the first maybe 10 or 20 seconds feels like hard work. But then all of a sudden this sense of calm comes over yeah, you. And you, it's the, the world seems thing. really still and silent and you can hear your heartbeat and everything kind of goes a little bit numb. It's almost like you can feel that extra oxygenation, which you've just done. You can feel the, 
oxygen racing through your veins and yeah it's, it's weird bizarre. and then all of a sudden like you've held your breath for like two three four minutes sometimes and you're like when I first started, I didn't think I could be able to hold it for 10 seconds. Now I'm three minutes in. What the hell is going on? It's, I and it's like, defies I logic. have to fight it because uh, my brain is going, breathe, breathe. And like, I'm like, well, my body's going, you don't need to breathe because you've got all this oxygenated blood in your system. And it is the weirdest feeling. When I first did it, I was just like sitting there going, what's because breathing something that's always there it's just something that you do all the time isn't it like you just get used to your body rising and falling and you know your breath happening and then all of a sudden you don't need to do it anymore and it's just it is weird but then you find that whole like psychological thing where your brain's gone breathe breathe and you're going I don't need to breathe I don't need to breathe and then once you've done that and you time yourself don't you see how long you can get to then you take a deep breath in and then you hold that for a little while Again, you'll probably hold it for a quite a long while before you realise, and then you just let it out, and then you carry on with your day. <laughs> yeah, it's it sounds really simple, but it's God, it's so profound, isn't it? It's really profound. When yeah. I was first did it, I was, I was with an instructor, and one of my um, instructors on my breath course, she's Dutch as well, and um, she's met Wim Hof a couple of times, and uh, she she swears that her auntie's arthritis was cured via this method. Um, and um, she's spoken to him quite a lot about his, um, what's it, his research and stuff. And, uh, and she, she took us through the whole thing. And it was just like, I was just sitting there going, like, <laughs> this is a bit weird. I don't need to breathe. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. and I've done it a few times since. And it's, it's good to time yourself because you do don't realise how um, oh, yeah. long and, you're holding your breath for. Yeah. And th- that process we've just described is like one round. And you can do yeah. it for, for like I always try and do it at least three rounds, and then after yeah, that, yeah, we did three rounds. Yeah, but the the first round, for instance, um, when you you're doing your breath hold, the part that you time, you might get for you might get ninety seconds, for instance. But then the second round, you might get two minutes. The third round, you might get three minutes. You tend to see an increase every time. Yeah, and it almost again that's like a mental challenge. Yeah, you know you should be improving every time. But if you went and did it on day two, obviously the first round, you'd probably go back to 90 seconds and then it would increase every round. You're just increasing that oxygenation round by round. But you said that um, when you do that recovery breath, so once you've held your breath for three minutes and you you do need to breathe eventually, it won't won't make you superhuman. (laughs) But that recovery recovery breath, Wim recommends 15 seconds if you want to kind of stick stay on track. That is the most euphoric feeling. Oh yeah, it's just it's lush to do that. It's breathing. just amazing. I cannot describe breath how it is. is back. Yeah. <laughs> because for those forty breaths, you're getting the oxygen in. Like I say, it becomes hard work. Is it's a mental challenge. It's a physical challenge. It's chaos. You you know you're questioning why you're even doing this. And then <laughs> yes. the, then the, then the two to three minutes where you're doing the breath hold can be quite peaceful. Once yeah. you settle into it, really peaceful. But then that 15 second recovery breath where your body is then flooded with this oxygen again, it's just, it's just like an absolute natural high. I, I can't describe it. Like everything just comes alive and you think, I just, I just want to have this feeling permanently. But then the way life works, you then have to go back into the hard work and do, do the next yeah, 40 breaths. Yeah, it's work. It's, like, it's, it's like, work. It's like, like a, a workout. Yeah, it is. And so it's like it's like maybe three or four minutes worth of hard work for that fifteen seconds of like total euphoria, 
Yeah, you um, do feel like after you've done a heavy weightlifting session or something like that and you get that kind of like feeling that, yay, that it's yeah. a whole serotonin and endorphins and everything just coming into your body, isn't it? It's those happy hormones that you're being flooded with. So it's, yeah. it's so good. And you can do it. You don't have to go to a gym. I mean, we do recommend gyms on this podcast, but um, <laughs> like you just do it. You can do it in bed on your couch and your living room floor. There's yeah. like, again, like Wim says, that you just eliminate all the barriers. You don't need any fancy equipment. It's your breath. You can lie on the floor. You can do anything you're not meant to do is do it when you're driving or you're in the bath or something. Oh, you've had alcohol. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like if you're going to black out or you do it wrong. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there are some counter contraindications for it, but for the majority of people then it's a very good thing to do yeah so and that would be really like help the... with things like asthma and um, breathing problems oh yeah because it? it's that controlling of the breath so if you just think of your your lungs like bellows which i've heard you say before that, uh, Pilates. oh yeah yeah so <laughs> like if you just think how much you work in your lungs like it's just going to improve so if you have yeah, um, yeah. respiratory problems hence the whole COVID thing it's a respiratory issue it's going to improve to some degree. It might not cure COVID, but if your lungs and your respiratory system and your circulatory system work better, your body's going to work better. Hence, your immune system is going to work better. So you're going to have a chance of fighting it off better. So yeah. it might not be a direct link, but you can you can kind of see how it works. But So that would be the cold and the breath. And mm-hmm. um, which you mentioned, the consistency thing is is the key ingredient. Yeah. Um, the, the Wim Hof has a really good app. So I, I just I've use the app. The app yeah. the app's amazing. So it's you can you press go, it counts you through the breaths. It's um it starts the timer for when you're doing your breath hold and it guides you through it. It's a very simple mm-hmm. method, but again, one of the, another barrier that is eliminated, just get the app and just press go and it talks you through it. And you can see how many days you've done it in a row. So And you can follow your friends. I'm on there. You can follow me. Yeah, it's a really good app, actually, isn't it? I must admit. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah. It I'm is really good. Put, yeah. I'm on the free trial thing at the minute, but I wanna get I'm gonna I think it's only 30 quid or something for the year. So yeah, gonna go I pro. Might, I might go pro with it. Yeah. So yeah, it's amazing. It's honestly breath work. I mean, like I'm completely immersed in the whole breath work thing at the moment because I'm reading all the books and I'm doing the course and practicing myself because you big part of it is practicing yourself and it's honestly it's transforming my life completely yeah it's it's, it's incredible and um a lot of people who listen they, they they're probably interested in kind of um meditation and spirituality and things like that I've done like tai chi and I've, I've dabbled in like more traditional forms of meditation but I found, because on all of these things, the, the aim for me is to like get into that meditative state where time almost becomes kind of this weird thing that doesn't exist anymore. Non-linear. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's getting like out of your mind and it's stopping your thoughts, even for brief moments. And then like that's the... the Altered I, I consciousness. Ha- yeah, I have achieved that before, not for huge periods of time, but mm-hmm. especially doing Tai Chi, you've, I've been doing it for like, I used to do it for 30 minutes. I used to set a timer. And sometimes I feel like I've been doing it for like five minutes. And then I realize I've achieved that different state. But mm-hmm. anyway, the if you want to get there quickly, do the do the breathing because I think it's a shortcut to that. Oh god, yeah. Because when you're doing that breath hold for like two minutes, there's times where I've just felt like yeah, you don't feel like you exist anymore. It's any work, like there's there's no thoughts. You you just you might just be listening to your heartbeat. And all your worries and stresses and all these thoughts, which are constantly in your head, just disappear. If, if it's for two minutes, 
it's only two minutes, but it's like such a relaxing feeling. And you let go of all the shit that we carry around with us, like yeah. all yeah. the time. Every one of us carries like the things that you know in the happened in the past or stuff that you know, like somebody said something or did something or did you say something and all that kind of shit. And it just goes and it's like you don't have time for any of that anymore it's just like it's bizarre it is bizarre I mean I just did a three-hour breath working session the other night and I went to a um, a studio and did it and honestly when I was going there I was like oh god three hours three hours I can't sit still for three hours um but honestly I did and it didn't it felt like 10 minutes once you got into it it was just amazing and I'm going to be running some breath working courses from my um studio soon as well yeah, it's, that's, it's absolutely amazing. And there's so many, we're talking about the Wim Hof method in particular here, but there's um, there's so oh, many out there now. Methods, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's becoming more popularized with Wim Hof is probably the driving force. But then there's James Nestor, who you've spoke about before. But really, all these methods, they go back for millennia, don't they? Like you say, the Buddhist oh, monks yeah, and people like, that. So yeah. But they say well, there's, no, there's nothing new under the sun. I'm reading a lot about the holotropic breath work and then Stanislav Goff gruff and honestly it's amazing like i think i love the holotropic breath work and stuff it's it's using music as well and um to get to us an altered state of con- he doesn't like using the word altered state of consciousness he says that's what happens to dogs when they get castrated <laughs> they get altered <laughs> he says we're not doing any of that we are altering the state of consciousness and it, it truly it, it truly is a quick way to get to that yeah to it's, that it's- whole thing it's definitely a a shortcut into just even if it's it is just two minutes when you when you're holding your breath, but it's two minutes that you might have never experienced before, and you might not be thinking about all the the negative things which you have happened in your past or your your anxiety about things which might happen mm-hmm. in the future. Like you deserve just to have two minutes a day of not thinking about that shit because yeah, and it just two... gives your brain a, a break from it, and yeah. just, you just realize there's more to it than this and. Allow like, yourself to, to have those two minutes. You have to work for it, though. That's the thing. You, you do have work. to work for it. Yeah. Do the work. Yeah. But all those things might seem in those two minutes. If you do, if you do three rounds of breathing, it only equates to, what, six minutes of that calm feeling. But it might make that anxiety feeling go away for the next three or four hours. Mm-hmm. But you, you have to work for it. But that's ultimately, it's, it's having a big um, effect on people's mental health. It's really, really good. So for the, for the sake of sitting down and doing three rounds, you might end up you half of your day, you might feel a lot better. So you mm-hmm. might do a round in the morning, a round on a night, and it's over the years, it's going to improve. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it can't be underestimated. It seems too easy, but it's better it than getting on bloody SSRI drugs and just being addicted to, you know, your own pain all the time. Just give it a try. Exactly. Well done, Dan, for that motivational speech. <laughs> yeah I think yeah I I think it truly is transformational and you know what like in terms of things just you know you breathe out fat like you you forget that there's mechanisms to breathing that are for you know weight loss and stuff like that and it's like that's how your body expels fat is by through your breath so stuff yeah it's just you know what? Like I was trying to work out why I wasn't putting any weight on, um, because uh, I've been not eating as well as I should be eating because I've been on holiday and stuff. And like normally, I mean, I don't put. I've, I've said this before. I, I 
go like two pounds either way. But I wasn't doing my usual two pounds on um, when when I've been eating not so well. And I was trying to work out why. And then you know what? It's it's doing the breathing stuff, and um, you know it, it it really does control you, and you become more mindful of what you're eating and what you're drinking, and and I just think it it helps with everything. Like it's got those knock on effects throughout your life. It's that that ripple effect outwards, isn't it? And it all comes from your breath. Yeah, it, things like um, just like appreciation for like things as well. You always feel, yeah, see, you always feel really grateful. Appreciation, yeah. Like it's it's normally <laughs> like, like, like a real hippie thing, isn't it? <laughs> I know we're going a bit off on one now, um, but it's it, particularly it's like in the immediate aftermath of when you've done like a breathing technique, you do feel like a real sense of calm, a sense of like like gratitude and joy. Um, yeah, like, like, so, like you're connected to the, to the yeah universe. connection. Connection's a good word. Yeah, really good. But um, it's the and again with the cold, it's that sense of like like forcing yourself to be uncomfortable that's like overcoming that resistance in yourself overcoming that little voice in your head yeah. that will have positive knock-on effects it's um it's it's sacrificing that uncomfortableness with that you know it's going to have positive benefits um and then the consistency thing is just going to keep improving that so um so yeah give it a go and like you said we said that the app particularly the Wim Hof method the, the app is really good I can't underestimate it like you say there's a free version um but then it will ask you to go pay for the paid version eventually, but for 30 quid a year or whatever it is, that you'll spend that on a bloody takeaway or something on a weekend. So Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. It's all relative. So hopefully you've enjoyed our podcast today. Let us know if you do any breathing or if you're interested in the breathing. Like, like I say, I'm in the middle of a, a course at the moment, but I do have to do practice sessions and things for um, one-to-one sessions and group sessions. So keep your eyes and it is open on the social media and stuff and on my website. And I'll let people know when I'm running them um, because they are, honestly, they're amazing. We use a method called Conscious Connected Breathing, which is very similar to, to the Wim Hof method as well, um, but just for a longer period of time. And it's um, I use the music as well. So it's a slightly holotropic as well. So it's um, a really good method. I love it. And it's really amazing. So um, so keep an eye out and I'll let you know when that's happening. And um, yeah, and in the meantime, get your Wim Hof method doing done because both me and Dan do it and it's good for us. We recommend it, don't we? Yeah, and if you're interested in more of Wim Hof stuff, I mean, he's all over the internet now and hopefully keeps getting bigger and bigger. And he's not like changing his message. He's not becoming you know what I mean he's not being influenced by money or things like that you can tell he's a genuine guy wants to mm. help people so yeah quick YouTube search or Google search he's got loads of stuff out there and it's all good isn't it yeah all good excellent so, yeah so um, thanks for listening and also get in touch if, um, if anything if you've got any questions or anything and um, please remember to pass the pod yeah remember we're releasing new content every Monday morning and we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the usual places that we always list and forget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thanks for listening, guys. And thanks. see you soon.